Hello everybody and welcome back to Chapter Tactics where we go over tactics and strategies to help out both new and veteran players alike. I am Magikarp Fly, and with me today we have our regular co-host with Demeki. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? And John P. What's up everybody? <laughs> All right, so you know what? That's a better intro than what we usually have, so it's good. It's fine. We're good. We're good. Um, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about, uh, how to not get gotcha because that's a lot of people get gotcha that it's like one of the things that people don't like about the game is being gotcha. Um, I, I know that a handful of us have been gotcha uh, a couple of times. John P have, have you been yeah. gotcha before? <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Demeki? When you went, when you went to go play, uh, did, were, were you gotcha yeah, I was gotcha. I was definitely gotcha. <laughs> it, it, it was. It, it, I, I'll, I'll go with more detail about it, but yeah, I was, I was gotcha. It was interesting, though. Yeah. Um, if you guys are uh, watching us on YouTube, uh, you guys will notice that we are not in the office today. Uh, we decided to do it from home. Demeki is out of town uh, this week, so he can't uh, participate inside the studio. So we decided to let Raph have a nice day off, and so uh, we're just doing it from home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, decided that I needed uh, to prepare for SoCal in a different way. So I got a hotel room and I brought my codex with me. And, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just I'm getting ready for SoCal. I'm, yeah. that, I'm getting that prepared. <laughs> You're just, it's just yeah. you in like the mountains. Yeah, he just old boyed himself. He's just going to stay inside that room for an entire year and then come out in, and mastermind. I am in the hyperbolic time chamber right now. <laughs> All right. So um, I think that John P has a did you know for us? John P, you want to take that away with a did you know? Uh, yeah. All right. So did you know the story of the Red Grail? So the Red Grail is a sacred relic of the Blandles chapter, uh, which is obviously a Space Marines chapter, and all of its successor chapters, uh, which they use to preserve the blood of their Primarch, uh, Sanguinius. Uh, obviously, Sanguinius no longer with us because Horus killed him. Um, but the blood inside of the Red Grail is drunk during rituals of the chapter, um, including one known as the Insanguination, wherein an aspirant, which is someone looking to be inducted into the uh, Astartes, um, drinks the blood, um, and then the blood, uh, which is preserved within the the blood, the Primarch's blood is preserved within the bodies of uh, the chapter's uh, sanguinary priests. And then uh, it's used as a, like a catalyst to to activate the uh, all the new like gene seed organs that they get. All like 73,000 organs that they get when they become a space brain. Wait, so you're telling me that they just they just drink the blood and that's how they store it is by drinking the blood? Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. That's not how this, bro. That's bro, not how blood energy. works. <laughs> Wait, John P. You literally just described an episode of True Blood. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> well, maybe they got that episode from Forty K. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You there literally is... just, you literally just described Lilith. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're. It's basically just like, oh, dude. Uh, what should we have Suki do this this season? Oh, 
I, I found this really cool uh, little piece of information about the Blood Angels. Yeah. yeah. From this game called Warhammer 40K. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That, that, that's, that's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good. Did you know some nice Blood Angel stuff? They're always. Uh, they're always yeah. fun to hear about. Uh, what are you guys uh, doing this weekend? What SoCal's coming up next week, right? We gotta have our listen on Friday. 15th, yeah, boy. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> more than likely, I'm just submitting what I got because uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get to play test it. Yeah. What about you, yeah. John P? How's your list coming out? I have a general idea of what I want to submit. I just need to double check that actually uh, have have enough of it painted because I would like to minimize the amount of hobbying. Oh, that um, you want to do so, to SoCal hobbying. You're yeah. min maxing. I mean, yeah, but I mean, if I have to hobby, uh, I, I can hobby, but it's just going to be like one of those rush jobs. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, They'd be looking like uh, my mandrakes, <laughs> three colors on them. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So uh, we can head on over to the main topic now. But before we do that, uh, as always, this show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get amazing game mats for not just your 40K games, but almost any tabletop game out there. Purchase miniatures at a discounted price and join some of the largest 40K events in the industry. They also have the largest 40K podcasting network in the business with shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics, which you're listening to right now, 40K Game Changers, 40K Stat Center, Grim After Dark, and so much more. That's FrontlineGaming.org. And if you guys are going to SoCal, we'll see you guys there. It's going to be there. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to not throw dice. <laughs> you can come throw, throw my dice. Yeah, you can come yeah. throw my dice. Yeah, can, can I do a that celebrity is. shot? Like a, like a guest shot? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got this 12 inch charge I need to make. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I need, a, I need a lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> I need a 12 inch charge. Can I get a lifeline yeah. to make you get over here? Let me find a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, got, I have some funeral pains I need to make. <laughs> yeah. The person oh. to call for this. <laughs> um, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> to make it, you still bringing the nine chronos? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely bringing the non-chronos. I had a lot of fun with that list. It, it's it's a good time, win or lose. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's all. Uh, I feel like you 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 put in so much work to put, get those nine chronos together. I feel like you should at least bring them to more than <laughs> more than a one th- event. You know. Yeah. Well, the thing was too is that if I wanted to run Death Guard, I would have had to get a lot of hobbying done as well. Mm. And yeah, nah. Yeah, good. <laughs> I'm surprised that you're not bringing Admech, John P. I, I figured you would have brought Admech for this. Yeah, uh, I mean it's my first tournament. I always kind of imagined myself playing in my first tournament with Space Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it? I feel it. Also less hobby. Yeah, I, yeah, it's true. Yeah, less I would hobby. run. Yeah, <laughs> I would run Tal, but that would still require a lot of hobbying. So no. <laughs> and and mind and mind uh, uh, effort, lots of brain power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna mm-hmm. have to expand that brain. All right. Yeah, nah. I want to. I want to shut my brain off. Yeah. Yeah, you just stand there and you lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's so, what's so hard about that, yeah, Mikey? What's so hard just... about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going into this topic for today, uh, we've all been gotcha'd before, whether it was on purpose or if it was on accident. It's inevitable. Everybody's been gotcha'd. It happens to the best of us, but. Uh, this episode, we want to cover uh, how 
to make it so then it happens the least amount of times as possible. And so we have a couple of tips for you guys in order to make sure that you guys don't get gotcha'd whenever you go to an event or whenever uh, you're just playing like Garage Hammer, going to a league, anything like that. We got some stuff to talk about here. Uh, Demek, you want to go with the first one? This is the most obvious one. <laughs> yeah. Read rules. You better read up on the rules. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the main thing is is to, to read up, especially against, like, probably what's meta. Uh, kind of understand, like, how those armies work in their rules. Uh, it's always good to ask questions, as many questions as possible, too, before... Uh, you get into your match with your opponent, especially if it's your first time fighting that army. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely reading up on probably the meta armies and their rules, just their base rules, is a huge help. Oh, yeah. Uh, you yeah. won't necessarily know what certain things will come up until you actually play against them, though, like stratagem wise and whatnot. Yeah. But like, I a lot to remember. Yeah. But like, when it comes to like playing the game and stuff, the, the best thing that you can do right is to read up on what's meta like if you can't if you don't read up on what's meta and you just go in blind when you go to like an event um the meta is going to be like the most blanketed army that's going to be there right like you're going to see your jahari's you're going to see your admex you're going to see the top boogeymen and if they're boogeymen you gotta do your homework man you can't just be like ah oh i don't need to know running Yes. <laughs> Whoa, Tony Land Blob ignores if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you got, you got, you got to be smart about what you're doing, right? So, um, yeah, reading up on the rules is yeah. very, very important. I mean, I fought Admac like three times now, and I still don't understand what they do. <laughs> Dude, I don't either, man. Same thing. It's just like... <laughs> shooty, shooty. That's all I understand. Yeah, like, I'm like I... this Katari, this Katari hurt. Yeah, like every once in a while, I would be like. Ah, I need to remember this uh, this rule the next time that I play. And then it just pushes out my brain. It's like my brain is like a, a five megabyte floppy disk. It just keeps, <laughs> just information just keeps spilling out. I can't hold it all. You, you just ride over it. You just keep riding over it. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John P., if, if somebody were to be like, what's, what is a gotcha that AdMech has? What would, be, what, what would it be? Uh, just the, so obviously Wrath of Mars, um, getting out of those mortal wounds, uh-huh. um, going from 40 shots to 60 shots, uh, I feel like that could be a pretty okay, big one. Okay, alright, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then ignoring AP1, AP2, as, uh, all the stuff that happens in their command phase too, cause like, cause like when the Amec player is gonna be like spouting out everything that's happening, you might be like, oh, okay, okay, cool, wow, that's a cool buff. <laughs> <laughs> nice, and then and then you go to hit them, and you're like, wait a second, which one has the one that ignores it? One yeah, two? right. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, man, this is not Pog Champ, guys. This is nope. the opposite. Know, this is the opposite of Poggers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know one thing that like irritated me with them was like they 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 have like a teleport ability, right, where they can like come off the board and then go back on, kind of like a Mandrake. Yeah, and, solar uh, flare. Solar then, flare. But they solar flare. Solar- Solar flare, <laughs> but like they, if they have some type of like what is it beacon or something or some type of tether mm-hmm. to another unit, they get yeah. a bonus, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, was a gotcha for me. I was like, what the hell is doing that? Yeah, <laughs> and then on top of that, like if they're in Skatari, the Skatari veteran cohort, um, they get access to like four very very good stratagems. 
like they get one where they get one additional attack per model in the unit, mm-hmm. one where mm-hmm. they can advance and charge, one where they can auto advance and charge or auto advance six in. I think that's Metallica actually, but yeah, they, they have a lot of stratagems. Wow, <laughs> this like if you are studying up on Admic, it's there's there's a lot you need to know. <laughs> yeah, see, so read up on your. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, read up on your rules, guys. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very very important. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, we have five questions here that you should always ask. Uh, whenever you're going up against somebody, uh, I guess like we can alternate this and then uh talk about each one as we go through it. Uh, John P, you want to go with the first one? Yeah. So this one's pretty big. Uh, this one feels super bad if uh, you run to this one. Um, but. One, one important question that you should ask your opponent um, is, do you have a fight last ability? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when it comes to fight last abilities. Oh, wait, I, I lost John P for a second. Oh, sorry. I'm back. Ruh-roh. What happened? Uh, I do uh, not know my... Okay, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah. You're good. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. All right. So, uh, yeah. Do you have fight last? You were saying uh, what was up with fight last? Yeah. So one question that you should definitely ask is, do you have a fight last? Because it would feel so bad if you were to charge in your your guy and you lose your guy on your own turn because you charged something that had a fight last. Um, Obviously, with the new fight first, fight last rules, it's not as strong. But Mm -hmm. still... um, it's something you should be aware of. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fight, fight last can, um, I, I guess, fight order can really change the, like, the flow of the game. Um, yeah. If you're yeah. not, if you're not fighting when you thought when you thought you're gonna be fighting. Yeah. 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 It's very important. Like, if uh, not only ask, uh, do you have fight last? Ask how you have fight last. Like, what's giving yeah. it off? Is it a stratagem? Yeah. Is it, um, a command phase ability? Is it just like, an aura that you have? Do you have yeah. Judy in your army? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially ask how how big the range is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Some, some are engagement range, some are three inches, some are six inches. Mm-hmm. Um, so very important to keep note of that also. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like, fight last is going to ruin your day too if you're trying to bank off of movement from fighting right. So mm-hmm. you send something in, you're planning on clearing it, but your opponent has fight last, and now that unit's dead. And you didn't get that free movement, and or you didn't even get the objective. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, this next one that uh, we have here is: Can you advance and charge, or fall back, shoot and charge? Oh, you know what? We can also add into this: Can you perform an action and uh, uh, and do something? Like you're only going to see that with ninth ninth edition armies, so it's not mm-hmm. that big of a deal. But can you advance and charge, and can you fall back, shoot and charge? Is very very important. Um, like uh when you when you can advance and charge you have so much more threat range on the board you know mm-hmm. and if you are a shooting army this should be like the number one question that you ask all the time because what 24 inch no man's land um like that a lot of armies can clear that very very quickly yeah yeah definitely uh i th- i feel like too what also should go with this or it might just be its own separate question is can you fall back and shoot or charge yeah because like so certain armies also uh still have access to that yeah uh, especially with some of the new ninth edition codexes because mm-hmm. like if you plan on tying something up 
with the hope of it not being able to fall back and shoot or fall back and charge, uh, you better double check and make sure that that's the case for that particular thing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, also too, when it comes to advances and charges, uh, how, what's doing it again? Like, is it a stratagem? Like, it, can you do one or both? Like, how, how is that working? You know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. There's a yeah, lot. Of... You... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say you can also ask of like you have ways to auto advance like six inches. Um, yeah, because that's, oh, yeah. that's a pretty big deal too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it helps you just calculate everything, like so, so that twelve inches movement, six six auto advance, so that's eighteen inches, plus what possible twelve inch charge. So you know they have a, like a thirty inch threat range, possibly. Yeah, it yeah. Helps, yeah. It helps you like pre measure everything in your head. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that another way to add on to. I feel like that we're just adding more questions now, <laughs> but <laughs> like. <laughs> Something like, but like, these are like the base questions, right? These are big questions that you should ask and then could lead into other stuff, right? Like, um, can you move, can you move a unit more than once? You know, that, Mm. that's, that's kind of niche, but like if they have fallback, if they have advanced in charge, you should also be asking like, as a follow-up question, can they move more than once? Like, and understand what their threat range is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you're ever playing like Nids or Eldar, you, there's a possibility they can move twice. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you just have to be very know. careful. Yeah, I don't know which other armies can do it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like if you go up against Black Templars and you're just like, <laughs> can so you? So what kind of janky yeah. stuff can you do again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like you, you can ask all these questions and they'll answer it truthfully, but then it's like a. It's like half answers because it's like, no, I cannot fall back, shoot, and charge, but I can devout push, and you don't know about that one. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, so like stuff like that is uh, very, very helpful. Um, let's see. Uh, Jumpy, do you want to go on the next one? Sure, yeah. Um, the next one is, can you manipulate or give off OPSEC in any form or shape, shape or form? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's a pretty big deal with the, the whole the current meta of just um trying to get on the objective and holding at for the end of your turn to you know score your stranglehold get yeah. your whatever at the yeah. end of turn so yeah um you got things like your your reavers that could turn off obsec um space marines can get the warlord trait right of rights of war to give off obsec so mm-hmm. maybe like you got some blade guard veterans that got their obsec now which uh not super fun to deal with um, yeah <laughs> but yeah, things like that. Yeah. Now, now, and there's also Terminators now that just naturally have obsec. And yeah, yeah, and bikes. Yeah, and bikes. Yeah, freaking yeah. dark angels. Yeah, I think I think what's I think what's more important too is if it can give double obsec. Like if a unit already has obsec, and then mm. like a, something else can give them double obsec. So now, just because you have obsec there as well, well now you got this one unit that's double obsec. So, yep, it yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah, I actually have 40 units on here. <laughs> Suck it. I think, uh, I know Necrons have it, but do orcs have something like that? I feel like they should. Uh, they might. I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not too sure. Um, I know that, uh, Grey Knights have it where they can have double OPSEC. Uh, I think Custodes might also have it, but I, I'm not 100% mm-hmm. yeah. sure. It's such Third a niche thing. Opsec. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's so niche, but like at the same time, it's not uh, like, it's very important to know, right? <laughs> It's a gotcha. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You imagine just like some guy just toes in like some rinkadink uh, infantry unit and it's just like, oh, he has OPSEC. 
He's upside. Ah, this, I think it's mine now. Doesn't one of the sisters' characters give off double obsec? Like it can give obsec to another unit, or do they have a stratagem or something? They might. Because I, I, I think I think that came up during LBTT that happened to me where I lost an objective. I can't remember if it was sisters or what army it was, mm-hmm. but yeah, I lost the objective to a unit that had double obsec. I mean, I think that even knights have a way to get obsec to give some. Some, uh, at least like one of their units obsec so you know yeah be on the lookout yeah they out there yeah. they hurting people <laughs> uh, um this one this next one uh Demeki, you can talk about this one a little bit um but this one is uh can you for the greater good which is uh yeah, yeah can you can you have somebody jump in to do overwatch with another unit like even though yeah. overwatch has become not as prevalent anymore not a lot of you people don't really overwatch that much there's still some people that can't or there's some armies and some units that can overwatch along with uh, another unit right yeah so like the tau have the ability for the greater good and it's uh i believe it's within six inches of the targeted uh unit Mm -hmm. that was targeted for the charge they can assist in uh firing overwatch uh but there's a caveat so with Tau, there's a caveat then the caveat is is if that unit for the greater goods they can not for the greater good again if mm. another unit is targeted that's within six inches of them if the unit that for greater good fired i i might be wrong because it's been a minute since i since i played Tau. uh i think if the targeted unit uh, had fired for the greater good they can still fire their normal overwatch but again mm. uh i might be wrong i might have to go back and reread the rule it's been a minute but yeah i mean the fact that you can have multiple units jump in and help with the overwatch can be devastating especially yeah. uh if I mean, especially if they have the flamers how right yeah. especially if they have flamers yeah and it's one of the, it's one of the strong points for tau it's the only thing that hey <laughs> they have three phases <laughs> they have movement phase shooting phase Overwatch. Well, let's be That's honest. It. Do they really have a movement phase? Let's be honest, uh, man. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it depends on the, build. It depends on the, build. It on the deep build. strike phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have the crisis the bomb phase. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, it. All right, here's my engagement. All right, engage on all fronts. Done. <laughs> um, we're kind, we're kind of blowing through these, but uh, this next one, uh, it's the last question that you should be asking. Can you ignore cover saves or invulns? This one's huge because there's a lot of units now that can do that. Uh, you could probably couple this in with uh, can how many how many or how much mortal wounds can your army dish out? Um, yeah, yeah, more, yeah, mortal wounds right now are pretty pretty nasty. Like even sisters have like a character that can deal D three mortal wounds to something, or just like flat three mortal wounds uh, per like wound that goes through. Um, you got your gray knights. You got your thousand suns. You've got. Admech deals mortal wounds. Jakari deals mortal wounds. Like well, Templars are going to... Yeah. <laughs> they're going to start dealing mortals. <laughs> yeah. It's almost... Well, it's almost to the point, too, with all these mortal wounds, the more, the important question for if you're the person dealing the mortal wounds, do you have a feel-no-pain, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Say, hey, I deal a lot of mortal wounds. Do you have a do you have a feel-no-pain? No? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Is it a six up feel no pain? If it's a six up, I don't care. If it's a five up, we're talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, go ahead, we go ahead. even got a preview of something new that uh, is going to be ignored <laughs> in Vuln saves with the Tyranids uh, little preview yeah, that we got. Yeah, dude, I'm so, so excited, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to slap so that relic on. It's a relic? It's a bone sword relic. What right. what can have a bone sword, Matt? A uh, flying hive tyrants can. Ooh. So I can just swing a flying hive tyrant into a block of, uh, like, blade guard vets and ignore their invuln save. Oh. Oh, so roll? disgusting. Yeah, and I can reroll I, my I, wound rolls. Oh, ooh, that's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. So, like, but so is it like one model has the relic, or is it like can a blob of Tyranid warriors have the relic? Uh, it's it, it's it's a relic, so it only applies to one model, I believe. Okay, so it's yeah. only one. I don't know, Demeki. I don't have the Octarius data book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You must retrieve the Octarius data. I must retrieve the Octarius <laughs> data. <laughs> it's all coming full circle. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, it's like they planned this. <laughs> I, I, I think that this is also very important because of ignoring cover saves as well. Like, um, you know, a lot of units have benefits when they're inside cover. Like, we're talking about Terminators. They get plus one to their save. They sit, you sit them in cover... And then, boom, they've got a zero-up save, right? Like, things like yeah, your mm -hmm. Death Shroud Terminators or something, you know? Um, and so, when you ignore that cover save, all of a sudden, things like AP1 and AP2, or at least AP2 and AP3 actually matter to you. So, you got to be on the lookout for ignoring cover saves. And if your unit doesn't have a good save and you're relying on that cover save, ah! Ah, feels bad. Yeah, mm. and it's like a lot of people with the way that terrain is nowadays... A lot of people base their movement around like trying to get that cover save. And if mm -hmm. you know, if you're wasting your time trying to get that cover save when they just ignore it anyways, you're just like, well, dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to mm -hmm. for nothing. And he just said, nah. <laughs> yeah. Ignore it. <laughs> I think I like, because the thing is, too, is that you're never going to be able to, to cover all everything. You're going to get gotcha. That's part of the game. It's going to ha happen. Yeah. And like, like, the most interesting thing that I think happened during LVTT was when I fought uh, the Richard Siegler sisters list. Okay. Or was it John Lennon? Or one of the one of, one of the pro player lists. Like, I was uh, mm -hmm. one of the guys built it, and I was fighting it. It was sisters. And he had uh, two or three rhinos, right? Uh, he told me at the beginning what was inside the rhinos. When the game started, I didn't know disembarked immediately on turn one mm -hmm. so when it got to my turn and i started shooting at the rhinos i was wasting shots because there was nothing inside see so like uh... he got me because like i didn't pay attention to like his side is of the that, board too because it was the, it was Demeki, weird Demeki, is that him gotching you or is that you not paying attention to it no, I, I feel like it's a gotcha because at the same time, like I couldn't go around to see his side of the board because the way the terrain was set up. Oh, so right? he didn't tell you that he's disembarking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Oh, oh, he doesn't have to. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's so, kind of like, scummy. Like this yeah, is kind of like, scummy. <laughs> yeah, like, that's pretty scummy. But it's dude. also, but it's also smart in pro play. Like it, it like I, I wasn't even mad about it. I was like, dude, that that was that was pretty good. Like 
I'll put that one in my pocket. I feel like that you sh- that that you should not put. You should take it out of your pocket and throw it in the trash. Like you, should, <laughs> you, hey, you should, got me. Hey, please don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, you got me. Could you not do that to future players though? Like that kind of <laughs> sucks, dude. <laughs> how, do, how am I supposed to know that you're yeah. that you don't have units inside of here when you're not well, telling me? So I did ask him on turn three. I was like, "Is there anything in those rhinos?" And he's like, "Nah." And I was like, mm. "Wasted yeah. two rounds of shooting." Like, I feel like, if, like if, if I was playing with you guys and I saw you guys shooting a rhino that had nothing in it, I'd be like, there's, there's nothing in there, by the way. Do you still want to shoot at it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? It's like Tom and Kersey, you know? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, dude, <laughs> like, I, not, this podcast is just going to be about ripping this guy apart. Like, that's just, <laughs> <laughs> that makes my blood boil that someone did yeah. that to you. Like, that, that's garbage. That is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like I said, I mean, you're not gonna be able to to catch every little thing. You're gonna you're gonna get gotcha. But like, to me, like, I wasn't even that upset about it. I was like, that was that was smart. Like, you know, sometimes you just gotta tip the hat. You gotta be like, man, that was a smart play. To make it, that's not smart. That's like hiding a shiv underneath your jacket and being like, (laughs) yeah, let's do this fist to cuffs combat, and then just start (laughs) shiving him. Anyways, yeah, so if you are shooting a transport, ask ask your opponent if there's anything inside. <laughs> Question number well, so, seven of this yeah. list. <laughs> this, this... See, and me, me me messing with those rhinos probably is what cost me the game by like four points. <laughs> probably That's all I lost that game by. Yeah. Probably. So yeah, <laughs> it happens. Okay, okay, okay. By the way. Blessed bolts is BS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blessed bolts. All right, so those are the main questions that you should be asking your opponents in order to make sure that you don't get gotcha'd. Um, another really great thing that you can do. Uh, this doesn't really happen too much if you're going to a tournament uh, because you're going to have RNG opponents. You don't know what you're going up against. Um, but if you are going up against, if you know who you are going up against and what army they're playing, read just read their books, read their strats. Like, uh, you know, you have so much um, uh, documents at your disposal with, like, Wahopedia, Battlescribe, all that good stuff. Uh, just go check it out. Or if you have a friend that has the book, you can go check it out there. Um, you can buy the book yourself if you really want to in order to uh, really deep dive into it. But, yeah, just, like, reading your opponent's book is going to help you out so, so much in understanding what's going on. Otherwise... It's just going to be like listening to gibberish like that one episode in SpongeBob where Squidward's like, oh, yeah, if you think I'm going to stand out there and listen to. It's like that's all it is, you know? Yeah. I mean, in addition to like all the I'm just adding on to the resources, you could, there's always like a bunch of articles, podcasts out there. Um, oh, like this one. You could. Yeah, like, like yeah. chapter tactics. That, yeah, you can look up and um, just you know try to absorb some information along the way. Hey, and then like there's there's also battle reports. You know, I, I know some dudes that do battle reports, but yeah, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're, I, I would say like that. That's one way I like to learn how an army plays is to to watch a battle report because for mm-hmm. me, like reading i can only read so much and retain information i i have to like see it and also like sometimes do it 
So like mm. uh, for me, battle reports, I like watching battle reports in order to understand what an army can do and then also playing against them. So like if you can get reps in with friends, like that's another way, a great way to do it. If you put the mm-hmm. models in your mouth, it, the information retains as well. So I yeah. love putting models in my mouth. Yeah. So like if you just went up to the rhino and you were just like, oh, dude, there's no models in there. No. And then you're just like, can I pick it up? And then he says, yes. Then you just put the whole rhino in your mouth and you'll never, <laughs> you'll never forget it after that. Yeah. Dude, it's a great way to make new friends at, at tournaments. Just like oh, as yeah. soon as you meet your yeah. opponent, just grab, don't even say anything. Just grab the first model like that you can reach and put it in your mouth. <laughs> it's a bonding experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bonding knife. Yeah. If he doesn't if he doesn't return the same thing, then it's not meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine just like you, you you walk up to a table, you put a model in your mouth, and then your your opponent picks up one of your models and puts it in his mouth. You guys are just like <laughs> stuffing models in your mouth. <laughs> you're like playing chubby bunny with models. Yeah, yeah, you're playing ch- <laughs> you're playing stuffy bunny with models. <laughs> It's like it's like that part in the Squid Games, you know, where the the two chicks. So like, you just created a whole new game. Whoever can like put the most models in their mouth first wins the round. I don't remember that at all in Squid Game. Also, what? Those the marbles, the marbles part, because the two girls. You're spoiling girls, stuff. Like, You're spoiling stuff. Bro, if they haven't seen it by now, then it you, you are you are peaking. You are peaking, sir. Sorry. If if they haven't watched it by now. It deserves to be spoiled. That's I'm not sorry. That, it's it's only like two weeks. Yeah. It's been a month. It's been a month. Has it? Has it? Yeah. Uh, huh. Uh, to be honest, I don't even I know what part you're talking about, but I don't remember that happening. Yeah, I don't remember them putting marbles in their put, mouth. They put marbles in their mouth. I was saying that like they created a, a separate game that what everybody else was playing to determine uh, the winner, right? Oh, yeah. so that's what you uh, do in 40K. Uh, instead uh, of saying, hey, instead of playing 40K, you want to just put models in our mouths? <laughs> <laughs> the person who can put the most in wins. Yeah, that three points per model. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we calculate points. If you, if, you hit, if you hit the time limit, you just say, all right, let's just put models in our mouth. Whoever can stuff the most in there, three points per model. Easy. Yeah, at- easy. Imagine if you have a very spiky army, too. Oh, uh, Tyranids. <laughs> Admech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chaos Space Marines. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, okay, we went... Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, the next thing that you should talk about um, with your opponent is uh, always discussing your intent, right? Uh, Demeki, you want to talk about this one more? Yeah. Uh, you should always talk. Well, so He's, he was going to repeat the like, sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, like for me, for for me, like intent, like uh-huh. the best thing that I can say about that is, especially when it comes to transports, right? Because mm-hmm. like transports get hairy. If you can't uh, place your models <laughs> on top of the transport, mm-hmm. then like what's your, what's your intent? How are you going to determine? What's in what transport? Uh, yeah, you just don't, you just to, don't like, tell your opponent. Yeah, you just don't <laughs> tell your opponent. So, like, I mean, the, the one and I mean, it helped me was the chips thing. Like we mm. talked about that in the previous podcast. Like I did different color chips to designate what units are in what boat, and it helped me a lot. It also helped my my opponent. Um, I know that like mind games is part of the game, which leads to gotchas, but like 
you, I, I feel like as a gentleman, there's certain things that you should just flat out tell your opponent. All right, well, this is the intent. Now, I'm not saying you need to give them your entire strategy. I'm just saying, like, there there are going to be hairy moments where, like, should you give them the intent of what you're going to do, or or is it also going to ruin your gameplay? Like, is it going to give up what you're trying to do in the game in order to win? Uh, you got to make that determination, right? Yeah. Because, like yeah. I said, you can't you can't give them everything. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Jeffy? Yeah. Uh, I think I think some of the bigger things, like to say your intent about, is like whether or not you're touching this piece of terrain or not to get the cover safe, or you want to stay behind it to get obscuring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not you want to stay outside of three inches for a heroic dimension, I used to like, oh, my intent is to be three point one inches, so you can't get in, or yeah, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. kind of just helps, uh, helps speed up game a little bit, cause obviously because you're on a timer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think. I- I think that 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 one thing that you talk about too is normally the biggest one is like I want to stay out of heroic intervention. Yeah, and like normally that's just like a I understand. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's even even if it's like because like you know this is a game where things are dice are falling around the table. You know, uh, sometimes a tape measure will like you sling it back and then it hits a terrain piece and then it's like oh no it's oh, like no. flipping the table and tabletop simulator you're just like oh man uh, i guess you're in heroic invention range now buddy <laughs> yeah 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 so like as long as you, you should always go to your opponent and say this is my intent my intent is to do mm-hmm. this this is what i'm doing you know um and it, the, mo- the biggest one is heroic interventions but then also things like pylons consolidations touching uh pieces like if you're moving something you're saying i'm staying equidistance between these two models so then i can surf around you later like something like that is uh goes so it's so helpful and it Mm -hmm. makes it so then your opponent can't be like oh well you didn't say that you wanted to stay outside of heroic intervention um and it looks like that you're 2.9 inches uh away from my character so i'm going to heroically intervene yeah (laughs) Because there was an earthquake in between our, our movement faces that moved your model. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I had a guy. I was playing against Yukari, uh, and mm. a guy had the bomber, and the bomber stopped uh-huh. short uh, because he was trying to mortal wound uh, my foul blight spawn, right, mm-hmm. to get rid of the stench bats. And I was like, you know, that's fine, but he didn't check how far he was from Morty, and Morty has fly. And yeah. he was three inches from Morty. So guess what? Heroically intervened. Here, here it comes. <laughs> yep, here what? comes Morty. <laughs> why would why would you why would you drop a plane right next to Morty three inches away? <laughs> <laughs> what, what what did you go up against? He went up against a guy that said that didn't tell you that there was something in a transport. <laughs> 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 And you went up against a guy that flew a, blow, a bomber straight into Morty's face. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure this was hey, LVTT? Yeah. I... No, not, 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 that wasn't LVTT. That was, uh, so that was the Dice Hammer one. That's when I was playing uh, the Death Guard list. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, man, tournaments get wild, bro. You know, <laughs> you know we out here. Yeah. We all trying to win. <laughs> we, we all make mistakes sometimes. Everyone has those. Yep. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has yeah, those. Yeah. Days. yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So I guess that we can... Uh, talk about this last piece right here um and that's just about you know 
you just uh, you got to take it. You got to get gotcha mm-hmm. to avoid mm-hmm. gotchas. You have to absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like um, once you get gotcha, you'll never forget it after that. That nope. that is the biggest thing. Uh, John P, do you want to elaborate a little bit on it? Yeah, I think uh, I think there was one time we were playing and you had your blob of turn and words that ignored AP one, AP two. And yeah. I shot something that had AP two at them, even though you like you like you like just told me and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I ignore it, and I was like. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and, ever, uh, and, and, yeah, and ever since then, I never forgot. Yeah, you know, I never yeah. forgot to ask. Like, hey, you have transhuman? You have cover save? You got invul? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's what's that you get there? So. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> Let me yeah. put it in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all right. I put sensors in my mouth. That's why I put stuff in my mouth. Is I, I can pick up a model, put it in my mouth, and I know that its entire stat line just <gasps> touching it in my mouth. There it is, <laughs> dude. Where'd you get that? <laughs> it's a, on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're like a you're like a Pokédex almost. Yeah, so except it's in my in mouth. mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh uh Demeki, have you what what's the worst gotcha that you've ever gotten where you're just like, "Oh, I will never forget it ever again." I, I haven't forgot it, but I forgot like what transpired. I remember so I remember it was during a Death Guard versus Sisters match with Bricky mm-hmm. and my Poxwalkers. I was like I pointed at, it was like either a pain in the engine or something. And I was like, hey, uh, I, th- I forgot exactly what I asked. I think I asked him like, hey, do those, do those like, will those mess me up? And I think he was like, oh, no, they're not that bad. And then like I charged in and yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they were pretty bad. Like, I, I, was, I, I never forgot that. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a feels bad. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like asking the question, "Hey, will those mess me up?" is always so like subjective because like you could just be like, "Nah, nah, it's not gonna mess you up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like they could just lie about it. If you ask like a you know an objective question, like, "Hey, how many attacks do those things get?" You know, they're what's they're their AP to tell you the truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's their AP? What's the damage? What's the strength? What's going yeah, on here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, well, I, th- that's the thing too, because like people will ask. People ask me like, "Do the Cronus like? Do they will they mess you up in close combat?" And I'm like, "Well, their weapons do does this, but if it does manage to kill a model, I get this, and then you know it turns into well, well what's their stat line?" And so I tell them the stat line. Mm-hmm. So then it's up to them. They want if they want to do it, they can do it. But they also gotta uh, probably get past my Overwatch that I probably didn't mention that I'm gonna do if they do charge Dark yeah. Kingdom Flamer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh for for me the biggest one that i remember um was that uh i was playing against um orcs for the very first time and i did not know what green tide was <laughs> and <laughs> like i didn't understand or respect it at all um i thought that i think like this was like a game of tts right and uh, I almost killed off this orc unit. And I was just like, oh, I'll just, I'll wrap it. And, or no, I won't wrap it. Like, I'll just kill it next turn. It's not a big deal. And then he big green tide. And I was like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> wow. I just wasted a whole turn trying to kill that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's I. It's back and it's scarier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any other uh, gotchas that you guys were, that you guys ever had that you were like, ah. I'll never forget this day. You will rue the day. I'll come back with a vengeance. <laughs> Dye your hair red. And then <laughs> go back. And then not board the plane. Yeah, not board a plane yeah. to go see your daughter. 
make me make me pull my hair out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys got oh, any more? Man. I can't, I can't to think of. Yeah, I like, probably should have queued mo- this up before. Like, been like, hey guys, think of uh, some gotchas that you guys remember. Yeah, the moments themselves are like, kind of blurry, but it's like the, you know, the wisdom I gained lives forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, super cheesy, but um, yeah. I, I feel like any time I play against Imgard, I'm getting gotcha'd somehow. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cause like most of the time I'm just like, oh man, they're playing like a mini, like they have a own their own little mini game that's going on with all their orders. Mm-hmm. Like I'm giving this order and then this order and then this order and then this order and then this order. Yeah, and then you and by the time it's it. all said and done, you're just like, what did you just do? And you're yeah. just like, oh, I just you know, I moved mm-hmm. some more. I I will say that one thing. Um, it uh, there there's plenty of times that I've been gotcha'd. Um, uh, like. There was one time where uh, an assassin, like one of the assassins, like, you know, it's like a very niche thing. There's an assassin that gives psychic powers minus two to cast, right? And I didn't know. Yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing. And so I get into range and I start casting stuff and they're like, oh, you're minus two to cast. And then with this, you're actually minus three to cast. And I was like, oh, so I lose. (laughs) So what you're saying (laughs) is that during my entire movement phase, you were just smiling in your head and I'm just screwed at this point. Like I'm, I can't mm-hmm. do any of my psychic powers that, that that's a pretty big gotcha. Uh, that's like one gotcha that I always ask a lot is, can you deny psychic powers? How do you deny psychic powers? Who's the person that's denying this psychic power? Cause I play a lot of psychic mm-hmm. power or psychic armies and stuff. You guys don't, Viking. yeah, you guys don't understand. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I got, I got, I got stuff for that. You, know, yeah, you have Mortarian. You have literally well, no. one model. Yeah. No, I got I got one model in Jakari too. If I take the relic, you know, yeah. and then it deals mortal wounds if 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 I die. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I, I, I feel like that one's funny. That one's funnier too. When I tell my opponents that, uh, like especially when I was playing against Death Guard, I was like, "All right, so I do have a deny, and if I do deny." You suffer perils of the warp, and then they're just like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good luck." <laughs> I'm the king of fives. <laughs> uh, John P, did you want to say something before we uh, I think close there was out? A time where um, uh, I, I like got to draft when we were playing, like one of those first times where he like I was playing Space Wolves and he charged me with like his outriders. It was like a super baller charge. Yeah, made, but you know I'm Space Wolves, so I have. Army wide heroic intervention, so just everyone joined the fight and killed him. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that was a pretty cool charge. <laughs> and then Raph never Bro, forgot about heroic interventions. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he it's never a, it's forgot. A, it's a learning experience, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if if you are, like, don't be afraid to be gotcha, I guess is what we're really saying. Like, that's if there was a moral to this podcast, is. Don't be afraid to be gotcha'd. And if you've been gotcha'd a lot, start reading your books, ask the right questions, make sure that you are uh, saying your intent, communicate with your opponent at all costs, like as much as you possibly can. Eventually you'll go up against somebody, uh, or not eventually, but every once in a while you'll go up against somebody that doesn't tell you that they disembarked their models from a vehicle. And, you know, like, <laughs> but there's no stopping that. But uh, anything that you can do to stop it yourself you should take advantage of 100%. Don't be afraid yeah, to be gotcha'd. 
It's got to be proactive about things, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Take life in your hands. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. <laughs> uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Chapter Tactics. We will be back again next week. Uh, you guys want to come up with a topic for next week right now? SoCal, baby. It'll be... Yeah. Uh, oh, no. No, no. no. That's the next weekend. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So the weekend after next, I know what our topic is. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be SoCal. Uh, what... what uh, I don't know. What do, what do you guys want to do next week? I want to do uh, how to paint your models fast sure. to prepare for yeah. a tournament. Okay. That's. I know that this is chapter tactics. We're supposed to talk about tactics and strategies. This is a tactic. This is a strategy. Yeah. This is a tactic. you got to put a list together. You don't have the models. Gotta, yeah. Got to get them ready. Yeah, you got it. Yep. And they got it. They got to be based too because mm-hmm. they're growing off the rules that GW set forward. So yeah. they got to be based. Yeah. So but next we'll get it, we'll get into that later. Yeah. So next week we'll, we're going to be talking about how to speed paint your army uh, to the best of your abilities to get ready for a tournament. I think that's a great topic. But uh, that's it for today. Thank you guys for checking us out. If you guys want to see more stuff, uh, you guys can head on over to youtube.com forward slash dice check in order to watch more of our stuff. And if you're not already go ahead and press subscribe to uh, uh, Frontline Gaming and everything like that. Listen to us in your ear holes. Check out the other uh, shows on the network, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Uh, Bye-bye. We love you. Bye-bye.